0: This episode of Country Squire Radio is brought to you by Missouri Meerschaum, the Scandinavian Tobacco Group, Lane Limited, and the CountrySquireOnline.com. We thank them for their support of this show, and we thank you for supporting them.
1: You're listening to Country Squire Radio.
0: Welcome to Cut Squire Radio.
1: I'm Bo. And I'm John David. JD. Hey, Bo. Good evening, man. Man, good evening to you, sir. How you doing today? Man, I'm doing well. Doing really well. It was a, a really stormy day here in Jackson, Dude, Mississippi today. Kidding. So I, um, yeah, we, I, I was expecting it to, uh, to not be busy at all, but, uh, the storm brought in all the pipe smokers. And so we had a, had a oh, really nice. busy day. Yeah. So it was a good day. Good Rainy
0: day. weather is definitely, I mean, like there's something about that idea of sitting on your porch, yeah. the thunders rolling in the background, you got that cool rain coming in, you're loading up your pipe.
1: Yeah, I, I can see that. Well, and, you know, people also, you know, when you're outside, you you know, people smoke outside nowadays or tend to. So, you know, they want to, you know, come to a place where they can smoke inside when the weather's bad. So yeah, the the ye old pipe shop is the place to be. I
0: yeah. mean, it's, it it's was great. It's your community porch. I like it. Yeah, pretty that, much. It works out pretty well. <laughs> What's well, going on with you, man? Oh, dude. I've been, uh, I've been busy. I've been busy. We actually, uh, you know, for those of you. Uh, who don't know, I do another podcast called Flash TV Talk about the CW's Flash. Yeah, that's right. And uh we we are honored to actually go on the CW's Fan Talk this week. Uh All this afternoon, we were doing kind of a pre-show prep, sound technical test, and all this kind of good stuff. And so uh for those of you interested, if you go on the CW Seed, I think is their website, but uh, just do a Google search for CW Fan Talk. Tune in uh, about 30 minutes before the show broadcast on the Central Standard Time or Central Time. And uh, you will see me uh, talking some DC TV along with some other great, uh, podcasters. It, it'll be a lot of fun. That's great. It, it's, it's a thing. Meh. Meh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, as you know, you we're always picking on me about my ignorance about such things, you know, so I, I, I would tune in just to hear your, your, um smooth, sultry voice.
0: You don't... See, the great thing is you don't know enough about the Flash to even make a joke that you know is not about it. The Flash. No, I don't. That's, that's the that's thing. The like, I mean, unless
1: I <laughs> maybe talked about the one that's on my camera or, okay, you know, the, the thing you do in New Orleans or, you know... <laughs> <laughs> Happy Montegrall, by the way. That came in, Wentz. Oh yeah, that was right. Are last you... uh, last week was uh, was uh, Fat Tuesday, mm-hmm. and then and then Ash Wednesday. That's right. Are you yep. giving up anything for Lent? Uh, this year I did not. This year I, I did not either. I did not. Yeah, no I, it kind of snuck up on me, mm-hmm. you know. And so um, so yeah, I didn't. But I've got a lot of friends that are um, you know, either giving something up or taking something on, which I always think is kind of nice. Yeah. Um, you know, it's that kind of daily daily thing that uh, pushes you closer to, uh, you know, to to the Father. So yeah, that's good. Yeah, it is good. I wish, I wish
0: I had, um, normally I take Lent pretty seriously, but this year, I mean, same type of deal snuck up on me and all of a sudden it was Mardi Gras. I was like, ah. (laughs) (laughs) I did eat some king cake though.
1: Yeah. uh, Which is a big deal here. You know, we're close enough to New Orleans to like kind of have some of that flair. Absolutely. Uh, and then of course, Fat Tuesday's a thing. So you get all of your, uh, debauchery out of the way (laughs) before, before Wednesday when you, uh, go and, and someone came in the shop and they were like, man, Ash Wednesday. I don't even have to go to church. There's there's ashes all over here, and right. I was like, that's that's too far. To <laughs> that. I'm not going to put that. That's on to too
0: yet. far. Thus says Tobacco Jesus. Right.
1: <laughs> not fair. <laughs>
0: well, man, we got uh, we got some great things going on holiday wise. Of yeah. course, we've got International Pipe Day coming up this month. Of course, for those of you who are not in the know, that is February 20th. We hope that you'll be smoking your pipes. Uh, haven't quite yet settled on what exactly it is we're going to do if we do anything, because historically we have not. Yeah, we'll do something. We'll do something. Yeah. Question it is. will be, it will be marked. We can periscope. That, that, that's a thing. That'd be fun. Yeah, that's a thing. We've, we've periscoped a little bit in the past when we did the long smoke competition here at the, uh, the country squire, which was a lot of fun. Um, but I will tell you something we've got coming up. In the uh, the world of the show, uh, now those of you who've been listening for a while, you know that we actually do a series called Pipe Culture. Yeah, Pipe Culture is where we take a look of a- of aspects of pop culture as yeah. they might relate to uh, the culture surrounding the pipe. You know, there's a lot of common threads out there that people who come to the pipe share. And if you walk into any pipe shop in America, you may hear very similar conversations going on, even though these people come together from very very diverse backgrounds and from different aspects of the uh, the country. So that being said. We're reopening pipe culture, and we've got a topic. going to be fun. We're going to be talking about hipsters. Oh, uh, it's a little polarizing, right? Is it? Yeah, I mean, I think so. Okay, well, yeah. I mean... So, so we won't get into it too much. Right. Cause really what we want to know is what you guys think. That's right. Uh, pipe culture of the past, we've always gathered up emails and thoughts from listeners and really let you guys take the reins of the show and, and dictate how the conversation goes. Uh, by its very nature, we're not trying to create pipe <laughs> culture. We're trying to study
1: it. Well, we're studying it and yeah. observing it. And as you mentioned, I think maybe before, you know, it was, it's part of that. Concept of finding the common threads that that connect us, and and we found a lot. We've also found a lot of diversity, but um, we want to explore that. Hipsters obviously are um uh, do fit in in a puzzle piece into the community. Uh, some of us smoked a pipe before we were hipsters. Some of us are uh d- hipster denials, like 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 we might be hipsters, but we don't call ourselves that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, y- y- you're looking at me in judgment. No, I'm not. I'm not. But, I'm I'm intrigued. Intrigued. <laughs> But you know, it, it's one of those things. Like it, we we have seen this revival of kind of uh, old school, um, you know, practices and thought, and of course, the hipster culture has adopted some of that. And so we're just kind of
0: we're just going to explore it uh, so and, and
1: hear what you have to say. Get your thoughts together. We'll be put, posting out a reminder
0: on Facebook and Twitter throughout the weeks uh, as we lead up to it. I think we're looking at uh, not next week, but the next week, mm-hmm. uh, talking about that subject matter. So get in your emails today and uh, and
1: let us know your and, thoughts. And and if our friend Brian Levine has any pictures of himself in skin. Any jeans, yes. that, those would be appreciated. Yes, we need that. Yeah, we absolutely and, need yeah that. anything from the 70s, if he's got, you know, saddle Oxfords or leisure suits, it, that, that'd be great. Yeah, a couple other things. Uh, here locally at the shop, uh, this Wednesday night, which is um, February 17th, we've got the uh, Peterson and Ashton Pipe Tobacco event, uh, which we're really excited about. So our friend Vince Jones with uh, Peterson and Ashton of America Distributors, they are the Peterson folks, really gracious folks, and they're going to come down and do a tobacco tasting uh, here at the Squire. So if you're anywhere, you know, in a driving distance uh, listening to this, and, uh, of course, this will be the day this podcast comes out. So if you're hearing this uh, Wednesday morning and you immediately are going to cancel your plans and and take it to the Country Squire. Hop in uh, the car. C- come on. It's a free event. We'll have some adult beverages and a lot of great – uh great tobaccos from our friends at Peterson and Ashton to to try for free. There also be some specials uh which we will announce that evening. Uh we do have some St. Paddy's Day pipes uh which just came in. Oh. And so I haven't announced yet what shapes those are and all that, but that'll be forthcoming. But, specifically Peterson's uh, St. Patrick's Day? That, that's exactly right. right. Yeah. Yeah, they're beautiful. Um so so yeah, that. Uh also I I I feel like we have to mark the fact that a very well-known pipe smoker just passed away. Um, and, and this person, uh, is someone that's, if you're in the world of politics or, uh, government or surely justice, you know, you kind of know of this person well. But, uh, Justice Antonine Scalia, uh, just died. He was 79 mm. years old. Uh, President Reagan appointed him to the Supreme Court, uh, back, I believe, in the early 80s. And, um, and Antonine Scalia was a pipe smoker. Uh, he, he was one of the, uh, probably, you know, most polarizing figures on the court. Regardless of what you thought about him, though, he was brilliant, uh, very smart man and, uh, loved to smoke a pipe, uh, from a big, uh, Catholic family, kind of New York, you know, kind of had that, attitude and so very much uh you know life of the party larger than life and all that kind of thing uh as as polarizing as as he was you know reached out across to people of different you know uh political orientations from himself very often uh and I'd like to think that's you know that that's a characteristic of mm. of pipe smokers so uh anyway um We celebrate Anthony Scalia, whether we agreed with him or not. Hey, politics is
0: polarizing. The pipe is not.
1: The pipe is not. No common threads. So anyway, just just marking that. Thought it'd be good to mention that.
0: Man, that's good. That's good. Well, let's also mention, of course, as you know, appropriate to kind of touch a little bit on politics because as we are broadcasting today is actually President's Day. It is, and we're also coming off of Valentine's uh, weekend. So in in honor of Valentine's and the sweeter things, and, and in fact some of our presidents who had affinity for cherry trees, we are opening up a new series. That's right. We are actually starting a series called the top three top three. And this week we open it up, uh, given again that it's president's uh, day as well as coming off of Valentine's day with the top three cherry tobaccos. Mm-hmm.
1: I figured that would be a good way to kind of, you know, ease off the, 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 overwhelming joy and the uh, excruciating pain of valentine's day (laughs) well yeah (laughs) you know kind of come away you you know today's monday after and so you've got uh, all the chocolates on sale at Walgreens for half off. And so we can go there. Uh, Beau, you probably enjoyed a nice glass of wine, uh, with your, with your lovely wife. And, um, me, I, I, uh, played bejeweled on my laptop and drank a whole bottle of wine.
0: Uh, uh no, but- actually I was chasing around children who would not go to sleep until like the wee hours of the night. So, oh, good. and then as soon as I did, I think I passed out on the floor somewhere. Not, not from alcohol con- uh, consumption, just from exhaustion. exhaustion. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Jay. Valentine's Day.
1: Exactly. <laughs> We thought we'd talk, take this uh, moment, you know, as a top three, we thought it'd be a lot of fun to talk about cherry blends. And, um, you know, when you think of that old grandpa pipe tobacco smell, a lot of folks think immediately of a sweet cherry cavendish, something that's really sweet, fills the air with a nice aroma. Um you know, and and you always think of your drugstore cherry blend. It's just kind of one of these things that uh you know you 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 think of a lot. You equate a lot with pipe tobacco. Every single time a new pipe smoker comes in here, if their experience with the pipe before they walked in was something like that grandpa deal, mm-hmm. they always say, "Do you have a good cherry blend? Like, show me what you have got that tastes like cherry." Well, and a, it's a real common theme.
0: Appropriate that we we mentioned the pipe culture at the top of the show because back when we did our pipe culture episode on origins, um, it was a very common thread. A lot of people had cherry tobacco, regardless of what their
1: opinions are about it today. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people have that tied to their origin. It really is. And of course, there's been a variety of cherry tobaccos over the lifetime of pipe smoking. Now, it's funny, you get on a lot of these online forums, you know, and and we're obviously both, we're plugged into the online community by nature of being a podcast. A little bit. And now being on, uh, you know, YouTube and that kind of thing. But cherry tobaccos amongst, you know, those that profess to be uh, real connoisseurs of the pipe, mm. uh, are are kind of looked down upon a little bit. You, you, you've got those those folks out there that uh, you know, uh, w- would rather you know put sawdust in their mouth than a cherry pipe tobacco. Well, it gets to that tobacco
0: snob level. Yeah, right? I, I
1: think it's part of that, and and I understand that. You know, I'm I, I don't smoke a ton of aromatics myself, but you know, in the world of pipe tobacco, cherry tobaccos uh, have such a <laughs> important place. Um, because of kind of, you know, just the, the nature of what they are.
0: Is it the Jar Jar Binks of pipe
1: tobacco? It it might, it might be. Mm. I, no, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. That's awful. Some people don't loved, put that on, Cherry. No, no, no hang on. <laughs> hang on.
0: Some people, especially younger people who are first right? getting into Star Wars for the first time, right? saw Jar Jar Binks and loved the character. But as they grew older, they, their tastes may have changed. Yeah, but- it, there's an entire generation of people that Jar Jar Binks was their entry into Star Wars. I don't think I'm necessarily, I think I'm just, uh, noting the polarizing nature of yeah. cherry tobacco when comparing it to the Jar Jar that, Binks of p- tobacco.
1: That, that's fair, but I don't, I don't feel like murdering cherries, you know? I, I don't, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't feel like wow. destroying them as a, as a, uh, you know, species. Like, I, I don't know. Fair enough. Yeah, the Gungans are not, uh, not as, <laughs> not as lovable to me. You're uh, gonna
0: smoke a, the cherry tobacco? Tobacco? It's, it's terrible, right?
1: <laughs> no, I. You know, cherry blends have their place, and we we obviously have several at the Squire that we'll talk about later. But uh, we wanted to talk about kind of the top three cherry blends of all time, uh, according to John David Cole, tobacconist. So, right, right. Uh, you know, even though you've got folks out there that don't smoke cherry blends a lot, you might be familiar with other cherry blends. And I'd love to hear um, maybe your top three cherry blends. Um, and and so th- this is this is me. Th- this is where I come so, from. So, what are we going in three,
0: two, one? We can.
1: Okay. Should should we go in 3-2-1? Let's do do 3-2-1. Let's do 3-2-1. Okay. Okay. Um, the first, first one I'll mention, uh, number three is gonna be the, um, uh, Sam Gaywith Celtic Talisman, uh, Mm. tobacco. Now, this is a, this is an interesting pick, and I, and I chose it because Gaywith tobaccos are always very high quality. This is a tobacco that obviously, you know, Sam Gaywith spent a ton of time working on. Um, the flavors are gonna be relatively nuanced for an aromatic tobacco. Uh, they, you know, you open the tin, it's, it's generally like most Sam Gay tobaccos, pretty moist. So you'll probably have to let it dry out some, but, uh, this is a kind of a light aromatic with uh cherry and vanilla topping on it. Uh, and it's one of those that, um, you know, I think it, it carries the flavor throughout the rest of the bowl, uh, which is really nice. The description, uh, reads, uh, bright Virginia's burly black Cavendish topped with a dash of sweet cherry and vanilla, a medium strength tobacco with a good room note. Um, which is, which is, you know, just kind of characteristic of Sam Gay with tobaccos. They're all, uh, you know, tend to be, you know, relatively medium bodied. I, I, I feel like, um, you've got some that are stronger, but it's a good tobacco. It's one of those that I think if you're a non-aromatic smoker, uh, and you want to try cherry tobacco, uh, the Sam Gay with, um, uh, Celtic Talisman is going to be one of those that, that you might be able to go to and kind of work in your rotation as an occasional, uh, uh, an occasional changeup.
0: Yeah, the I mean, you said the name of it specifically was
1: uh, talisman. Yeah, Celtic talisman. What a cool name. For a, yeah, I know. Right. I wouldn't associate that name with cherry. The thing is, like Sam Gay with tobaccos are so funny. Like you, you look at the tin and you're like, oh, it's beautiful, but then it doesn't say anything about the tobacco on the tin. <laughs> right. Like all their all their tobaccos, unless it says something about the flavor in the name, you have no idea what it is. Uh-huh. So, it, like full Virginia Flake, like you you smoke that and you're like, oh, well, obviously it's going to be Virginia, but um, you know, when you look at the this and in the pretty picture on the front you're like well i i don't know where this is going to take me at all <laughs> but it took you to cherry trees in ireland
0: man well, there you go with a
1: talisman yeah. whatever so that, that is. is your number three pick here. that's number three all right. uh number two i've selected uh, mcclelland three cherry um now if you're a longtime listener of the show you know that we're fans of mcclelland uh very uh long-time relationship between uh, mcclelland tobacco company and in our shop and we use a ton of their tobaccos in our, in our blends. But um, I wanted to mention three cherry. Three cherry is a blend that we don't carry here at the Squire, but I think is worth uh, you checking out at some point. If you get a chance, we'll read the description. Uh, It says three deliciously different cherry flavors, refreshing Duke fermented maraschino and rich Kansas sweet cherry uh, grace, this balanced blend of lemon, Virginia and black Cavendish. So, you, you know, you think of three cherry and, you know, if you're like me initially, you're, you don't think cherry is that nuanced. You're like, no, it's just cherry. Mm-hmm. But, but once you think about it, like, there are a lot of different kinds of cherries. Sure. You've got, like, you know, the real syrupy cordial cherry and a black cherry and... Uh, you know, cherries that are you know more uh, maybe uh like when you drink wine, you kind of have that tannin dryness to it. Sure. So uh, che- almost more like a muscadine. Mm. Like cherries can be like that too.
0: What do you call the cocktail tre- cherries? Uh,
1: I th- that's the maraschino cherry. Maraschino, right, yeah, right. which which has been uh soaked in the um like a simple syrup. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. um, but anyway, what what McClellan's done is they've taken the flavors of the Duke cherry. Uh, it's a semi-sweet uh cherry with a hint of sour and it's more tangy. So think about, um, you know, cherry that's going to have that, uh, a, a bit of a sour component to it. Okay. Uh, the maraschino cherry, obviously they put in there, which think the cocktail cherry, right. so think like you're making an old fashioned or a Manhattan or something, uh, put that in there. So it's preserved in this simple syrup solution. Uh, and then a Kansas sweet cherry, which, um, is actually, uh, more of a bright, Tart, pulpy, think real bright huh. cherry. We've got a tobacco here at the Squire that, uh, really features this Kansas sweet. It's, uh, called Trumpeter. And, uh, and, and it's real bright. I always describe it as a bright cherry. So right, that's, right. uh, that, that's what that is. But, um, so anyway, what McClellan's done is they've blended these three and, and in true McClellan form, uh, this is, an aromatic tobacco that is not super syrupy. It's just not a really really syrupy tobacco. So, um, you know, it's one of those that you can smoke it, you'll enjoy it, the room note will be great, but it's not going to do a number on your pipe, that which seems I, which odd I appreciate. Me. I
0: mean, I, I would imagine yeah. something like that with the with the triple cherry, uh the three cherry then it's going to be more of a syrupy.
1: Well, and and certainly it's a moister tobacco than, you know, anything that's non-cased or non-aromatic, but um the thing about McClellan, they do such a good job is their their, you know, flavoring process just leaves the tobacco super clean. Um and, and that's almost almost universal about all their stuff. That's just my personal opinion. But let me um, ask you this. If they're yeah.
0: casing each tobacco, obviously the the each tobacco's gonna be cased differently to match the cherries that you described, but yeah. Is it the same base tobacco or maybe that's top secret?
1: That I don't know. Mm. Well they and they say they use a mixture of lemon Virginia's and black Cavendish. Now, mm. Um, you know, what that means exactly, we don't know. McClellan is notorious about, you know, being pretty tight-lipped about their recipes and stuff. But, um, but yeah, anyway, that, that's what they've done. It's cool. So I, I gotta
0: tell you, man, I'm not typically a cherry, uh, pipe tobacco, uh, pipe tobacco connoisseur. However, my mouth is
1: starting to water. Is, is your mouth watering a little bit? A little bit. (laughs) What you got at number one? All right. Number one. And, uh, this may, may or may not be kind of a polarizing selection, but, uh, you know, I, you can't talk about the top three cherry blends of all time. Uh, without talking about Middleton's cherry blend. Now, Middleton's tobacco, this is a this is this is your grandpa's cherry blend, okay? This is the blend that you walked into the uh, you know, uh, Save A Lot or the, you know, 7-Eleven or whatever and you're you're going to buy a cherry blend back in 1964, like Middleton's cherry is is what you're going to look for. Uh it's a drugstore blend over the counter. It's not something you'd probably uh, find a lot of in a, you know, shop like the Country Squire or a, you know, fine pipe shop somewhere else. But, um, but Middleton's cherry blend is so synonymous with that 20th century, uh, you know, sweet cherry that you just, you just think of grandpa smoking, you know, mm. uh, w- which is great. Uh, it's a Virginia's and Burley's with Cavendish, uh, and that bright cherry casing. And, and just think old school cherry blend. It's one of those that, uh, you know, is it gonna burn hot? Probably. Is it going to have a really sweet smell? Probably. Are you going to want to smoke it all the time if you're sensitive to, you know, like hot burning tobaccos? Probably not. But man, it's a, it's Middleton's cherry. Like that, that's, that is mid century cherry tobacco. Man. So, uh, it's kind of what that is. But anyway, Middleton's tobacco. Um, it, my understanding is in 2014, uh, they actually discontinued all the Middleton's tobacco. So, and they, they left a lot of folks, that were so used to these great Middleton's blends from, you know, the, you know, decades before, uh, going away. And so what, what a lot of big retailers have done is they've actually matched the Middleton's blends. And so you can find Middleton's match, uh, around, which is, uh, which is going to kind of pay homage to this cherry of theirs. But I, I feel like you couldn't do justice to, uh, to cherry tobaccos without talking about Middleton's. And, um,
0: so I mean, that's, so you're putting that top tier. Yeah. Do you have a special relationship
1: there? I. I don't should 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 I? I'm just curious. I, I I don't. You know I I don't smoke a lot of uh, tobaccos that are flavored with cherry. I have I have my personal favorite is ours at the shop, which is called Flambeau. Uh, we've made Flambeau for years and years. Uh, really high quality ingredients. We love that. Um, and, and, you know, so I, I do smoke that occasionally, but other than that, I, I just don't smoke a lot of cherry tobacco. Mm. So, well, I think I look, man, sounds like a really delicious selection. I've been, I, you know, I can't get this Jar Jar
0: Binks thing out of my (laughs) head though. And in fact, actually, somebody, I think Russ Hicks put it out on the Twitter, <laughs> they suggested that Jar Jar Banks should be the next name for one of uh, one of your cherry tobacco blends. Yeah. You know, we've talked about doing the Star Wars type of uh, inspired blends. We, we have. The problem, of course, is if you make a cherry blend that's called Jar Jar Banks, you both have the problem of being a cherry blend and being called Jar Jar Binks, and no one would buy it.
1: it no one, right. They, they would buy it just to uh, throw it away. So, so you make... <laughs>
0: You make a cherry blend and then you get like you hit it hard with Latakia and you call it death to Jar Jar Banks. Yeah, okay that that works. Boom, that works. Yeah. Man,
1: we someone out there loves Jar Jar Banks and we're gonna hear from them tonight. Um yeah. uh, honorable mention cherry blends that yeah. I I feel like we, we have to mention. Um like I said at our shop we've got uh Flambeau, which I love, uh Trumpeter and then another one called Saratoga. But uh, you know, as far as blends that, you know, you can find anywhere. Um, we've got Jason Cooper tweets in, I've tried CAO Cherry Bomb and Blood Red Moon Cult Cherry, uh, let's see, Blood, Blood Red Moon Cult, uh, tobacco, and he likes both of those. Uh, the cult he says was really good. Um, Lane, very cherry, uh, great cherry tobacco. Mm -hmm. Lane, of course, uh, you know, big, big friend of the show. And, uh, they make a good cherry tobacco. It's very cherry. Uh, Boswell's Cherry Smash. Don't you want to smoke something called Cherry Smash? Uh, no. I, <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to smoke that. I mean, I don't know. I mean, it, it probably wouldn't be in my regular rotation, but it's like a, it's, it, that, that makes me think of like a cherry limeade from Sonic or something. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. 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 I can see that. You, you, sure. you see what I'm saying? <laughs> um, and then, uh, Mac Baron Seven Seas Red. Uh, I've never had that particular Mac Baron tobacco, but, uh, but the reviews are, are really good on it. So just some honorable mentions there for, uh, for some other cherry blends.
0: Yeah. Actually, Hawk to the Love Doctor, uh, put out his three as well, which includes the, uh, Seven Seas Red from Mac Baron, yeah. Lane Limited's TK6, and then, uh, Cherry Bonbon.
1: Bon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Cherry Bonbon I've heard is good. The, t- the Take Six from McClelland is fantastic. Really, really good stuff. Mm-hmm. I have had that before.
0: Fair enough. Some good stuff. mark mark bb says uh bink's
1: blood bink's blood right wait man i'm I'm telling you the gungan faction of our uh uh, of our listenerhood is, is, oh, they're going to rise up. Feels persecuted. Uh, they're
0: they're going to, there's going to be a
1: lot of, uh, a lot of
0: Gungan love in the future. I have no doubt. <laughs> but, uh, but hey, is there a lot of cherry love? We want to hear, uh, want to hear your, your thoughts on that as well. Absolutely. So, uh, we'll be posting it out on Facebook. Would <laughs> love to get your thoughts on what your top three cherry tobaccos are. And as we do future top three episodes, I think yeah. one of the things we may do is actually before, uh, actually having the episode, maybe posting something to Facebook, gathering up your thoughts. It's always great to get the live show and, and y'all's feedback over Twitter, but, uh, maybe even just kind of gathering some different thoughts prior to going live. Yeah. It'd be kind of fun just to get, uh, more, more, more of, you know, what you guys are all about. And perhaps we got your top three and then a community top three. I, yeah, I like it. Could be kind of cool. I like it. Well, let me tell you something that's not just kind of cool, but really cool. Yeah. That's are the great, fine pipes from Missouri Meerschaum. Man, we do love a Missouri Meerschaum pipe. Look, Missouri Meerschaum makes a fine, fine quality corncob pipe. In fact, if you know corncob pipes, you know Missouri Meerschaum because they make the best corncob pipes that are out there. And they are, of course, a sponsor of the show. In fact, this show is brought to us by a unique pipe called the Great Dane Corncob. Now, before I talk about the two different styles they have, I was curious, is Great Dane a standard pipe shape? Or is this something that is kind of special
1: to Missouri? You know, Meerschaun. it's interesting. I have I have personally never heard of a Great Dane shaped pipe before. I mean, you, you are, we're obviously familiar with the Missouri Mirsham pipe, but um, but no, I'm not familiar with one. Okay, well, yeah. so they've got two different styles, which is the uh, the spool and a new.
0: One called it the spindle.
1: Yeah, and if I'm familiar, the the spool has been around a while. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah, so the spool Great Dane pipe has been around quite some time. And, And think about like a spool that you would actually put like, you know, yarn on or something. Like it's a... It's a spool. Yeah, and if actually, you know, the funny thing is I look at it, and maybe it's because I'm not necessarily
0: a sewer, but to me, it looks a lot like a champagne cork. Yeah, yeah, you know, I can bowl, totally like, see that. Absolutely. Right there. But right. yeah, obviously very inspired by the spool. Yeah. They've also got the spindle. Right. Now, the spindle is really cool because it takes, you know, that that spool type of look, squishes it in, has kind of almost like a ring around it. Yeah. yeah, One, yeah. I mean, like, I, you know, that... When you do, when you do think about like a sewing kit and the string, like that fine string. Absolutely. Yeah. I can, I can totally see that wrapping around this it pipe. It fits right in here.
1: nicely. And that, and that, that, that bulge in the middle, that ring is just in the perfect spot to, uh, to conform to your hand. So yeah. great pipes. Just
0: a wonderful display of what Missouri Meerschaum can do with these, uh, with these amazing corncob pipes. They've got unique shapes like these. And actually, in the show notes for this episode, you'll see images for both of these pipes to give you a better idea of what we're talking about. And hey, if you've got a spool or spindle from Missouri Meerschaum, take a picture of yourself smoking it this week. Show some love. Tweet it to us. We'll retweet them out. We love doing that. We love Missouri Meerschaum for helping bring this show to you. Pipe
1: question of the week.
0: All right, my question of the week ah. Pipe Question of the Week this week. (laughs) Kind of overshot it. I'm so excited. All right. Pipe Question of the Week this week is brought to us by Orlick Dark Strong Kentucky. Man, that stuff is fine. Have you had it yet, Bo? DSK, I have not had it. Man, it
1: is so good. Every time we get a can of that here in the shop, it flies out of here. But, uh, man, Orlick Dark Strong Kentucky, it's their second best selling tobacco, if I'm correct, in the Orlick uh, line.
0: Well, here's a little tobacco trivia for
1: you. Yeah, what you got? Even though that is definitely the case
0: today, did you know that it was actually discontinued back in 2000? No, I didn't realize that it was only brought back in 2015 because of the popular demand. Okay, and uh, and has you know since become their second best selling tobacco that's out there. Well, when you open the tin, think of
1: uh, we all love bacon, right? Woo! Unless you're like religiously oh, against it, but like, like when you open the tin, think of like, th- think of, I'm religiously for right? it. Right? Th- think of, uh, St. Paul was very clear on that, but uh, th- think, when you open the tin, think of little strips of bacon. You've got kind of this like middle part that's, that's lighter colored and then the mm-hmm. outer part is, is darker colored and, and you've got your, your light Virginias and, and more uh, moderate Virginias and the outside is going to be uh I believe a little Cavendish but but that sweet uh dark strong Kentucky uh dark fired burley and it's just it's just so good man it's one of those tobaccos that uh is really rewarding and um and you'll love it
0: man I can't wait to try it I might I might even uh smoke it next time we're uh, we're broadcasting live yeah all right so the pipe question this week uh was written in from anonymous which makes sense given the question that is asked it is how do you recommend someone telling their family friends or congregation that they smoke a pipe now, this is a really good question, because, of course, we do have a lot of people that, you know, that we keep up with through the Facebook messages or even direct messages on Twitter uh who, you know, they send in great pictures, but they like to keep the fact they're pipe smokers close to their chest. Yeah. How yeah. do you recommend actually letting folks in and be like, yeah, you know what? I smoke a pipe. I smoke
1: a pipe. Yeah. It, it, interesting question. We actually get this more than you might think. And uh the anonymous person that writes in, he mentions congregation. So you might think there's like a church connection there or, uh you know, some kind of group that might. Uh, you know, not traditionally but, frown upon it. Yeah, traditionally frown. You know, you don't, don't hang out with people that play cards and chew tobacco and smoke pipes, you know, whatever, or dance. Um, I don't go or to drink those beer or don't drink beer. It just, that, well, none of that is fun. I mean, you what know, what universe to those people anyway? Uh, um, <laughs> I was about to go somewhere, but I'm not going to go. There. Don't do it. Um, yeah, but you know, I, y- it, it's always, it's always difficult. You know, th- there's that sense of dancing around, um, you know, being kind of who you are and, and, and what you do. There is that sense of, um, wanting to respect other people's, uh, traditions and belief systems. And so, uh, you obviously have that, uh, you know, there's certain people that maybe it's not the wisest thing to, you know, have a beer around, uh, you know, for a variety of reasons. Maybe they come from a background that, that's very offensive or, uh, you know, it might come from a background where that would cause them to stumble or something like that. So, uh, you know, you think about those kind of things. We, I, I actually get phone calls from, uh, from listeners more often than you might think. And, and they go something like this. Hey, I'm a youth minister. I'm a pastor. Uh, I live in such and such state. Listen to the show. I, you know, I kind of know where y'all are coming from and everything on who you're at and what you believe. And like, do you have any recommendations on how to How to be myself with my pipe smoking Mm. in front of, you know, in front Mm -hmm. of people that don't know that and might be taken aback a little bit uh, from that. And, you know, I I wish I had a clear cut answer for that question. (laughs) We get it a lot. Uh, It's 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 funny. You know, you. You would not think a probably your normal pipe shop would get that question very often, but um, but I, I do hear that a lot here at the Squire. You know, the thing
0: is, you got to think about the fact it can build bridges too. Yeah, uh, you know, absolutely. I, I, you were actually telling me, uh, you know, at my church we just uh, brought in our new uh, senior pastor, new pastor, right? And yeah. uh, you
1: were telling me he, he shops at the shop and, yeah, uh, dude, and he's a pipe smoker. He also and smokes Parsons blend. I had no earthly and idea. And was a big was fan case. of uh, McClellan's twenty fifteen uh, holiday spirit. So I, I'm just saying my sense is, you know, you always lean toward authenticity, right? As pipe smokers, you know, you, here comes the wannabe counselor kind of coming out, uh, in, in me. And obviously we do this a lot at the Squire because, uh, when you light a pipe up with someone, they'll tell you literally whatever you want to know. So we, <laughs> we, we have deep conversations a lot at the Squire, but, um, authenticity is so important to me. As a matter of fact, I, I kind of in some ways credit it in kind of, saving my life to some mm. to some sense like you know being who you really are in front of the people that love you the most and and i, I don't want to get too preachy here but i do i do want to say it so i hope no one feels offended but th- there's that sense in which you know when you are authentic in front of other people and what i mean by that is when you uh, are who you actually are in front of other people you're not just doing that for their benefit mm. right You're not just doing that so that they can know you, but you're also doing that so you know that they love the authentic you. Mm. So let, let me let me see if I can kind of parse that out a little bit. Like, you know, if I'm hiding this thing back here, whether it be pipe smoking or whatever, and I know you're my friend, but there's that doubt in my mind that you might not be my friend if you knew about this thing like like, bless yourself and tell that person that you smoke a pipe. <laughs> you know, like, t- like, be who you are. Like, but bless yourself, tell that person you smoke a pipe and, and give them the opportunity to care for you, uh, for who you exactly really are. And, and I, I, I don't know. I, I think that sense of honesty and integrity is just, uh, it's, it's, it's freedom, you know? That's good. So man. I, I would, I would find, you know, the people that you think are safest in your community and in your, you know, whether it be a congregation or group and, um and, and, and you know, discuss that with them. Just say, hey, I'm yeah. going to go have a pipe. Who wants to come? Who wants to come?
0: Yeah. Party!
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, the other thing, too, is I would recommend checking out a an episode we did a couple weeks back with Timothy uh, about uh, pipe smoking in seminary. And we actually get very specifically into, you know, uh, pastors, the struggle and, and finding the right moment or, yeah. fi- you know, yeah. whether or not it's the right moment and that sort of thing. So it, it, I, I definitely would uh, encourage you to check that episode out. Hey, dude, by the way. Timothy's engaged. That happened Friday night. Can I call him
1: it just one last time just to like Once, put it in context? One time. Guys, one time.
0: The intern is getting married. <laughs> the
1: intern's getting married. Like it's, it's, it's fantastic. Like t- Timothy, uh, I think he's like 24 now, 23, 24, but you know, this is a guy, recent college graduate. He's, uh, obviously works here at the Squire is such a, such an incredible man and, um, and you know, just young, intellectual, uh, funny, guy just real trustworthy and and hilarious and um I, I love him to pieces but uh dude yeah he's uh he's gonna jump the man, brain man
0: i can't believe it yeah, i was so great. happy when i saw that it on was Facebook. great but yeah. you know
1: what's funny is they're getting married like in 80 days like like is this thing's right? on the fast track apparently like dude that's how you do it you that's lock you, it down yeah it's yep. it's on lockdown yep. so um yeah he he's like you know what we're not gonna fool around we're gonna get this done and uh yeah, so uh, Timothy's getting married. He's eager. I'm hey, excited. look, yeah. y'all, y'all send your thanks. Don't call him the
0: intern, though. No, sure he really him. doesn't like that. He's, so
1: Timothy is his name. His name is Timothy. So if you come around the shop and uh, you're one of our local folks, uh, be sure to congratulate Timothy on his recent engagement. Absolutely. Yep. Quick Fire
0: with the Squire. All right, Quick Fire with the Squire. Bring it. All right, this is actually coming in from listener Briar. Okay. Who says? Good friend
1: of the show. Pirate or astronaut? Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a really good one. Um, wow. I I can't believe I have to turn this one down, but I might have to go with astronaut. How about an astronaut, astronaut pirate. pirate. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, you, we, there is that concept, all right. right? You know, so,
0: did... you know the spaceships flying up, then another spaceship comes over, and they shoot out like laser beams. Well, I'm just saying, you know, it, it.
1: in in sci-fi, there's kind of this um, tradition of space navy. Uh, you know, uh, themes, right? So it, a lot of times, you know, we when we think of things flying into outer space, we think of uh, maybe like a jet plane. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, a lot of uh, literature writers in sci-fi treat spaceships more like a navy, yeah, uh, th- than an air force. And so, you know, if you've got that navy, and you know, maybe you're, you know, have an eye patch over your helmet. <laughs>
0: <Awesome>. <laughs> I'm just saying, and, a, awesome. and and a
1: parrot that also has a spacesuit on, and a hook. Like the parrot has a hook. Yeah, the pa- the parrot has a hook. I gotta <laughs> oh go with astronaut. Gosh. I love it. All right, I'm gonna go with pirate. Okay, T Rex or pterodactyl? Spell with P. Apparently, uh, pterodactyl because the really? the T Rex has the little stubby arms. Yeah, but I mean, it couldn't hold a pipe in his mouth. If it leaned down, it couldn't, it, <laughs> it couldn't like it could do it. like a it couldn't like it couldn't like it. It. it could do like a hookah. Mm-hmm. No. Nah. No, but, I don't think it could do anything. I don't even think pterodactyls. Is... How did T-Rexes even, like, survive? How did they even, like, make it? If their arms are so small. They didn't. That, they they, they oh, didn't. Oh, oh, wait. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Zeppelin or hot air balloon? <laughs> that was fantastic. Uh-huh.
1: Uh, I'm going to go with um, hot air balloon because they're safer. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um that I I just when I think of Zeppelin I think of that giant picture of the Hindenburg like being caught on fire in what was that, like New Jersey or something in the 30s like I just don't want to be near that. So hot balloon Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Right, and then finally, and this is so good. Shredder or Dr.
0: Claw? And
1: yeah, I I, I you don't know who Dr. Claw is. I'll so. get you gadgets if it's the last thing I do. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go with Shredder, but that's 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 great. I hadn't heard that uh that reference good. in a long time. That's pretty good. Hey, Doctor Claw. well I done. Think. Yeah, it was well done. Um, Probably because you have the flu. <laughs> <but I'm kidding. laughs> right? Actually, you know, I'm,
0: I'm going to go. Um, I'm going to go with Shredder as well, uh, just because you actually saw Shredder. You never actually saw Doctor Claw. You're not even sure, honestly, if Doctor Claw even exists. Oh, that's true. Wasn't Doctor Claw more? It was always on the phone. Well, you saw his hand and his cat, and there was one it was time in the, the cat. That's right. Yeah, there was one yeah. time where th- where they actually turned the chair around, but it was just like the hand. Oh, really? And so it was kind of like. You thought you had me gadgets. You know that kind of thing. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I don't know. But I'm going Shredder. Definitely Shredder. Uh, all right, man. Well, great quick fire questions from Briar. Absolutely. And hey, if you got some quick fire questions for us, send them in CSR at podistery.com. Your thoughts, your, your comments. comments, listener feedback. Listener feedback. We got a great iTunes review in from H L W I I I.
1: You want me to read it? Whee!
0: <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, this is a revelation podcast. If you're getting into pipes good production value and great chemistry between the hosts. <laughs> the hots.
1: <laughs> he says the hots and I appreciate well, that. You
0: know, you know, thank you. Uh, between the hosts. Love the live broadcast from YouTube also. Uh, thank you so much. We really appreciate that feedback.
1: Absolutely. That's great. Uh, next one comes from email from CPT Kirk. Uh, Captain Kirk. Captain I'm Kirk. Assuming? Yeah. He says uh, good afternoon fellow nerds and pipe smokers. That's awesome. us. Uh, yeah, I, I guess we wear that as a badge of honor. I right? go with geek but sure. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Uh, He's says, good afternoon, fellow nerds and pipe smokers. I just finished listening to the last podcast, and I have one comment to make about Jar Jar Binks. Mm. Oh, wow. You're either Timely. still reading this because of the title, <laughs> or you immediately deleted it because of the title. <laughs> he says, anywho, here it is. Uh, here is the Reddit. Let's see. Anywho. Al, here- here's what he does. He
0: sends in a link to this theory. Yeah. Uh, that has been passed around the internet. That okay. What if Jar Jar Binks is actually not this bumbling idiot what if he's actually the dark lord of the sith and is in fact the re- responsible for you know
1: everything the the empire oh, rising and everything else i mean that, intentionally so yeah i mean that that gives me more reason to dislike him but then that makes him more essential which means i i, I can't i can't be bitter against george lucas as much as i was before <laughs> i th- i think i think you can if you want to no i can not yeah. Th- yeah i can i can harbor bitterness if i want uh-huh. what do they say B- r- bitterness is like drinking poison and waiting for the other person to die oh that's um george that's, lucas i'm waiting i'm just kidding. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> no man no don't it's not there. that bad no look <laughs>
0: george i i you know that theory that, that is passed around from time to time i just i I can't, you're going down a path. I cannot follow. Uh, It's kind of fun though.
1: Star Wars Wars be, especially with these new episodes coming out without the speculation. I don't know.
0: I like it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I like the speculation. That one's too much. But anyway, it's great because it brings it full circle. (laughs) Reading that prior to starting the show had Jar Jar Binks on the mind. It's so appropriate for cherry tobacco. Yeah, absolutely. Man, who knew that we'd have so much fun talking cherry tobacco?
1: Uh, We really did. I'm actually really enjoying this bowl of, uh, of, of Flambeau that I'm smoking and my Binks favorite. And I, um, I'm going to, if I can keep it lit, that's the problem. I, I'm going to at some point figure out how to keep it lit. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, we've gotten uh,
0: some great, great listener feedback in this week. And if you've got some listener feedback to send to us, send it in CSR at You can also uh, send it in through Facebook. You can send it in. Uh, through Twitter. You can also send it in in the form of iTunes reviews. If you head over to iTunes and write us a review, it is a great way to give us that feedback and we love help those. support yep. the show. Uh, if you're not rocking an iPhone and you are rocking an Android, we encourage you to check us out on the Satchel Podcast Player. Currently on Android, soon to be available on iPhone, so that's... Pretty awesome. Yep. Uh, we also want to encourage you to check out the links to our sponsors, including a direct link to the shop at countrysquareradio.com. You can also find wonderful products at countrysquareradio, oh, country the countrysquareonline.com. That's right. You can follow us on Twitter. Our personal accounts: I'm at the real Bow York.
1: I'm at John David Cole. And you can get us at the shop at at underscore countrysquare.
0: Or you can follow the show at Squire Radio. Or you know what? Just countrysquareradio.com. We got direct links to all that, all of our social information, <laughs> and more. Uh, we also love for you to tune in live and those of you who do we really appreciate it you can tune in live every single monday night here we go at 6 30 central that's 4 30 pacific seven thirty eastern country square radio Dot com. That involves like math
1: and stuff, and like,
0: I, yeah, you did well. You know what it is? It's because the, the funny thing is, it's an inside joke. We'll go ahead and let you on the inside. But in our show notes, the times that I say are right. not the times that are actually in the show notes. But because of the way my <laughs> dyslexic mind works, I kept our old times so that I would have to auto correct myself with the new times. It's confusing and it's intentional. I so. think
1: I think my favorite part about the time deal, though, was when uh, listener Graham uh, walked in the shop one day and got really defensive about how we referred to central standard time. Oh, yeah. And it was actually since central daylight time. And, and ever since then, to be honest, we, we've had to be careful. No, I, I across all of my shows, honestly, I, it I, changed my life. <laughs> that is not a joke. I I, I don't I, I didn't really know that there was a difference. No. but There the, is. The more you know. All right. Well, hey, man. <laughs> Let's go have a night. See you, brother.
0: You've been listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Podesterry Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit podesterry.com.